Well, as we uh, as we get started recording here, uh, I just want to remind everyone that if it still feels like I'm nasally coughing, using cough drops, it's because we're recording the same day as the last episode, and I haven't been sick this entire time. I'm out to been like 15 about, minutes. Been like 15 minutes. Yeah. Even though even though these shows were released days apart from each other, uh, we're we're multi we're, we're trying to get as much uh, shows out as we can before the end of the year. It's our gift. Yeah. Yeah. No, we do got a lot of stuff we got to cover as far as C2E2, the Phantom Toe booth, and stuff like that we didn't get a chance to do on the last episode. Because forgiveness kind of took up a lot of time. It did. I was surprised. It was nice. Cool. Right? Yeah. 100% agree. Uh, before we dive into any of that, though, there is something I did want to mention. I was going to use as uh, my uh, what I'm freaking thinking about, but it's actually way too important to wait till the end of the episode. I wanted oh, to share yeah. the end of this episode. Um, do you hear like a dog whistle right now? No. Weird. Ah, well. I'm sure that'll go away. I'm sure that's nothing. Uh, Infinite Monkey Games. Uh, posted on their Facebook page. I don't know if you get a chance to read it or not. Uh, I have not. I saw something, but I didn't read it. Oh, I know exactly what that is. What is it? That was my sparkling ice uh, releasing carbonation because I didn't open it fully. Ah, oh. the world we live in. Um, so Infinite Monkeys back in October 31st posted after a rough year between financial woes and family hardships, including a death in the family. It may sound weird I'm sharing this on the podcast, but this is on their social media. So yeah, it's public. Uh, we are back in the saddle with a goal of ready to publish by New Year's. Uh, watch the space for updates. Well, a day ago, they posted, after weeks of solid work, the 54-page equipment and gear chapter is now done. Following that, they just finished up the technology and background data chapters and will be ready to print. So, um, it looks like uh, they're finishing up their final project. Nice. Yeah. Trying to figure out, uh, let's see here. Hey, gang, it's been, uh, so December of 2020. Hey, gang, it's been a long period of radio silence. 2020 has been a very definition of may you live in interesting times, but things are still moving forward. We have two new writers on board helping out, and we'll be aiming for spring of 2021. Well, that's long past. But uh, with that, I also wanted to share that I was interviewed on the Monastery Life podcast. Well, you should be uh, interviewed on this podcast, guys. Yeah. Yeah. So, Infinite Monkey looks like they're uh, finally finalizing uh, their book. Hopefully be out soon. Uh, I believe this is Stellar Chaos. If I can sit here and try to figure out what the name of this book is. Uh, Science Fiction RPG by Infinite Monkeys Games. Cool. Stellar Chaos Light. This implies version of Stellar Chaos Tabletop RPG Game. Awesome. So it looks like it's almost wrapped up. So, uh, Joe, if you get a moment, if you want to reach out to them, see if they want to come on the show to talk about it. Uh, maybe we get them on. Uh, we haven't talked to them since 17, 18, 2018 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, probably. It's, been, it's yeah. been a long time. So, yeah, if you want to make you know that, try to reach out to them, see if they want to come on the show. Well, I'll try to get some for, uh, figured out with them. Uh, it's always nice to kind of keep up with uh, some of our past guests and stuff and see how they've been and what they've been up to. And obviously we get a lot of recurring guests like uh, CJ Standos come on from time to time. Uh, Super Casey uh, a couple of times as well. Um, Absolutely. So, who knows? Maybe we get them back on. We can talk about that book. I still want to try to uh, 
get involved in more uh, RPG games like that. I was actually talking to a couple guys at work who are big into D&D, and I was talking to them about how I used to play with uh, Colin and a couple of his friends. Nice. That, kind of, that kind of dwindled off. Obviously, the pandemic kind of had a huge effect on that. Uh, but I wouldn't mind getting back into that, into the swing of those things and stuff. So we'll see how that goes. Um, so uh, we're going to dive into everything and talk about everything. But before we do, I'll remind you all that this episode of this freaking show is brought to you by BallWash.com. BallWash.com, guys, is one-stop shop for all your male hygiene needs, everything from head to toe, from hole to pole. Uh, when it comes to your site, they do got your back. Guys, uh, even during the uh, holiday seasons, they got some uh, very festive-style uh, brands of products for you for shampoos and conditioners. They got the uh, Ho 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 box that comes with all the uh, festive uh, products that they have to offer during the holiday season. But obviously, they got shampoos, conditioners, body washes, body scrubbers. They got the uh, the personal lubricants because uh, some of us are alone for the holidays, and just because you're alone doesn't mean things have to be rough. Right. That's right. Uh, also, hand sanitizers. Obviously, during a pandemic, you got to keep yourself sanitized, and they have the hand sanitizer that's ready and able to go with you, as well as their own uh, brand of boxers. I believe they also recently came out with a grooming uh, tool. Oh, yeah, like, a, like a shaver of some kind? I believe so. I want to look it up real quick. I'm going to go to ballwash.com. Guys, this is how easy it is. I'm literally going to ballwash.com while on the show. Uh, it's just that easy to go to ballwash.com. Uh, nice. Uh, see here. Let's go over to their shop section so we can browse their products. And they got the best seller currently is the Jolly Jewel Sack Pack and Boxer Gift Set, which comes with a uh, sack spray, which is a uh, spray on sack, uh, refreshener. Uh, some, uh, sack, uh, uh, I'm gonna make sure I read it. They got ball wash, got nut rub solid colognes, which is kind of like a, a a cream cologne that uh, you can put onto your areas and make it smell nicer during the holiday season. Uh, holiday boxers, sack, Santa's most prized package, scratch off, which includes a chance at a thousand dollar vacation and other ballsy prizes. Uh, available currently for fifty dollars, so not a bad deal when it comes with uh, all the stuff that comes in it. Mm-hmm. But they do have the brand new B2 Balls and Body Trimmer. Currently, uh, currently available for $70. It is, uh, quick change interchangeable heads for easily trimming different areas of your body and also keeping your balls trimmer away from your face. A unique vertical head design that makes it easier to trim hard to reach areas. Waterproof so you can use it conveniently in the shower. Ball-safe blades to eliminate nicks, cuts, and snags. A 7,000 RPM motor, cordless charging base. Nice. Yeah. So it's $70, or if you want, you can uh, pay four interest-free payments of $17.50. Ah, using a firm or whatever? Uh, Afterpay. Ah, Afterpay. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, of course, beyond the packages for the holiday season, beyond the trimmers, they do got uh, their Give-A-Sack Charity Ball Wash XL Body Wash, where a portion of the sales do go to help uh, testicular cancer. Oh. Yeah. So they got the ball I mean, wash. I should have expected the, uh, that, but I didn't. 
Ball guard liquid powder is my personal favorite. It helps with the chafing. If you're working in hot areas, like I mentioned in the last episode, that the lab I work on is uh, the fucking uh, surface of the sun on a daily basis. Uh, it does help with the chafing. It goes on like a lotion, but it dries as a powder, so you don't get that messy cleanup you have to do when you're using baby powder. Awesome. Ball balm soothing cream. So the post uh, the post shaving cream. Uh, they got a pit stick deodorant. Uh, I went to school with some pit sticks. Really? Yeah, that was their last name for real. Pit stick. Yep. Nice. Uh, and then also they do got the uh, the ball wash bar. So if you don't have a big fan of liquid soap, you could use the bar. I'm a huge fan of bar soap over liquid soap. So the uh, the ballsy half pound bar is a go to for you. Uh, so many different things. Boob Guard Liquid Cream. Reduces nice. sweat, odor, and irritation for the male boob. Or female, whatever you want to use. Yeah. Face lotions, face washes. Um, they got everything you need. Go to ballwash.com, check out all their amazing products. And now you're thinking, like, wow, that's so much, but where's the deal? Well, let me tell you the deal. If you fill your cart up with all these amazing products, use the promo code FreakNet, that's F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T, on your final order, you'll save 15% off. That's right. So the more you spend, the more you save. Trust me, it's math. Ballwatch.com. Time to get that funk out of your junk. Hell yeah. This freaking show is also brought to you by Audible.com. If you uh, would like, if you like to read but feel like you don't have time, or uh, maybe you just don't like sitting down and, and actually using your eyeballs to read. Uh, you can use your earballs and have uh, someone, probably a professional, read a book to you. And the easiest way to do that would be to go to audibletrial.com slash freaknet and get yourself a free 30-day trial and a credit towards your first audiobook. That's audibletrial.com slash freaknet. It's a great way to read a book. It's a great way to read many books. Uh, head over there right now. Get yourself a free book and a free 30-day trial. AudibleTrial.com slash FreakNet. Perfect, Joe. Thank you. All right. Since we're on topic of books, let's talk about the Phantom Toe booth before I completely forget everything that happened in the chapter. Right. Because uh, it's been uh, it's been quite a few hours since I read it. It's a very dirty bird. It's a very dirty bird. Joe, we're in the final four chapters of this book. It's wild. Hard to believe. We are we are getting we are getting to it. We're you know, oh even the final chapter as I just fucking scroll through is only like two pages. Huh. Seriously? Yeah. Starts <laughs> on two fifty three, ends on uh uh two fifty six. So Why? two and a half pages, yeah. So we are we are here on chapter sixteen, a very dirty bird. Uh if you guys remember in the last one, uh there was some uh soups that uh would make you hungry. And uh there are uh Yeah, I'm reading the right page. Yeah. Yeah, soup that makes you hungry and then they're talking about the infinity stairs that uh good old uh Milo was uh, running up. Oh yeah. Yeah, I just yeah. Joe, why don't you go ahead and take it? You're smarter than I am. You know what's going oh, on. Oh, no, I should. That's fine. 
I was enjoying listening to it. But yeah, so anyway, so he's uh, he's heading up the stairs at the end of the last chapter, and uh, in the beginning of this chapter, he has been walking for a really long time and does not really seem to have gotten anywhere. And uh, eventually, he's exhausted. He kind of collapses. And uh, as happens in every chapter, uh, he runs into a, a, a wacky and zany character who uh, gives him some advice, gets him out of the mix he's in, out of the jam he's in. So uh, while he's sitting there, uh, uh, a half of a child appears on the stairs and starts talking to him. And uh, we're, we find out shortly thereafter, it's not half a child. Uh, it's 0.58 of a child. Um, you know, uh, the average family is two adults and 0.58 children. So he's the, he's the 0.58. And uh, it's just silly, and I love it. And he's, uh, in case you're wondering what I mean by half, he's in half from top to bottom. So he's like uh, one eye, half a mouth, uh, a left arm. Uh, he's got the Lance Armstrong special, uh, and then just one leg. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, uh, he gives Milo some some enigmatic advice about averages and about how, you know, if uh, if a rat were cornered by nine cats, that actually would be pretty good for the rat if you consider the averages because, you know, it's it's only he's only 10% rat, but he's 90% cat in this scenario, you know. Uh, so that's pretty good. Uh, you know, you think about it, Travis, you and I, we're actually uh, not all that poor. No. Uh, let me let me no, let sir. me look real quick. Let's see. Let's let me, let me let me just let me just do some quick uh some quick googling here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Average wealth of Americans. <laughs> this will be good. <laughs> yeah, so we've we've got a uh, uh you you as a as a single less than 55 no child. Uh your 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 net worth is $131,760. Yeah. Where's that money? Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, let's see. Let's see what I got. Yeah, where, where you at, Joe? Uh, I'm a couple with no child. Mm-hmm. Uh, ooh. Oh, damn, man. I feel guilty about that. I should be helping people. Uh, 1.314 million. Yeah. I'm a millionaire on average. Right. And all it took was the internet to tell you. (laughs) Yeah, right? All all it took took was to be average, you know. I can't believe that. That's insane to me that that's the average. Yeah. (sighs) I want to meet these people. Right? Yeah, where are they? (laughs) Someone's pulling up the average. I don't know who it is, but it's not me. I really need to calm down. They sound like overachievers to me. Right? I'm pretty sure... What would it be? I'm negative 300,000. That sounds about right. <laughs> anyway. But anyway, yeah, so this this kid, uh, he says he says we're all rich, which is great. Mm-hmm. So love that. Love that for us. But uh, anyway, uh, so Milo goes back down the stairs, uh, you know, confused but satisfied with the fact that he's not going to get anywhere. And uh, – Talks with the math magician about going to find rhyme and reason. And, of course, just as King Azaz said, uh, the math magician is not going to agree to anything his brother agrees to. 
And so Azaz says, you should go get Rhyme and Reason. The mathematician says, don't do that. Terrible. Terrible idea. Can't do it. Um, and so Milo uses some tricky logic, and he says, well, if you both agree that no matter what you say you disagree, don't you agree? <laughs> Can't beat that logic. And uh, the mathematician says, oh, you win. Go get him. Here's, here's a magic wand and hands him a pencil. And uh, I'll turn it over to you. Yeah, so, uh, you know, Mathagistan eventually uh, picks him up and carries him, which is a nice guy, you know. To yeah, he's a good dude. Yeah, he doesn't I like him better than Azaz, to be honest. He seems more compassionate. Yeah. You know, and a little more helpful, like, especially in uh-huh. his numbers and stuff like that. Uh, he fed him, even though it starved him, but he did it. Right. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, he carried him uh, to the edge of the woods with the, with the winding road that they would need to follow. Um, another character that, uh, I wasn't really expecting, uh, was, I, I'm trying to remember if they describe him, but like, it's, it's just a, a dirty, gross, like in my mind, I'm thinking of like a crow, a raven-esque kind of bird. Yeah. You know what I'm picturing? Do you ever see those puppets at the fair that are like birds that are all nasty and feathery and stuff? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm picturing, but like okay. a bird, like a live. Okay. I you know I I I could go with that I agree yeah. with that yeah and it seems like no matter what Milo says this bird is taking him like extremely literal right like for the actual like because I mean obviously we you know when we go through life we learn about how words have different meanings and stuff like that but this guy is taken well, this bird anyway is taken very literal how you know Milo's like you know you like spend the night somewhere if you need to, and the bird's like, "Well, how could you spend the night? Like, how would you spend something that doesn't belong to you?" Um, as if he's actually like spending it, like mm-hmm. out there spending money. Um, when Milo said it doesn't seem right, the bird says agreed, uh, but neither is it to left. Uh, so just very literal. Um, and never really lets him uh, get a uh, word out edgewise, and the bird even says like. You know, I'm here to take the words right out of your mouth. You know, being very literal. You know, just mm-hmm. whatever he's saying is exactly uh, what's being said. Um, there was one part here. Uh, Milo says, "Wait!" He yells out his uh, his weight, thirty four pounds. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but yeah, um, let's see, where's the part at? Is everyone who lives in ignorance like you? Asked Milo. Much worse, he said longingly. But I don't live here. I'm from a place far away called Context. Mm-hmm. Don't you think you should be getting back? Suggested the bug, holding one arm up in front of him. What a horrible thought. The bird sh- shuddered. It's such an unpleasant place that I spend all my time out of it. Uh, besides, uh, what could be nicer than these grimy mountains? So, um, I, it's just, it, the whole book, you know, kind of has like a play on words. Which is pretty cool. He says, like, he doesn't like context, so he spends as, as much time out of it as possible. Mm-hmm. And it's obvious, because, like, the the way that he misinterprets the words, he's taking them out of context. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see where the part here. Uh, okay. So, uh, Humbug, uh, Immediately drove him off, obviously because of you know the help. He was really no help to them. Um, now let's find the demons. Um, then it was told uh, 
That might be sooner than you think, remarked Tock, looking back at the suddenly trembling bug, and the trail turned again and continues to climb. Uh, in a few minutes, they reached the crest, only to find that beyond it lay another one even higher, and beyond several more whose tops were lost in the swirling darkness. For a short stretch, the path became broad and flat, and just ahead leaning comfortably against a dead tree, so a very elegant-looking gentleman. Yeah. You want to you wanna talk about the gentleman, Joe? Sure. Yeah. Uh, the gentleman has no face. And uh, he's dressed real nice. And, um, sorry, i got to pull that up. Wandered off. I <laughs> wandered off. Yeah. Go back. Do, 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 do. Ah, okay. yes, the gentleman. The gentleman, mm-hmm. he's, uh, he's one of the demons. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, he is beautifully dressed in a dark tie uh, with a well-pressed shirt and tie. Sorry, dark suit, well-pressed shirt and tie. Shoes are polished, nails are clean, hat well-brushed, white handkerchief adorned his breast pocket, but his expression was somewhat blank. In fact, it was completely blank, for he had neither eyes, nose, nor mouth. And uh, he greets the party, and he greets Milo, and he basically he, he says, "I've got, I've got a, I got some tasks I need done." And mm-hmm. you know, Milo being very helpful, and his team being very helpful, they're like, "Well, yeah, let's help you. What do you need, man? What, 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 what can we do for you?" And he's like, "Well, first, what I need is this pile of sand moved from here to here, but the only tool I have to do it with are these tweezers." And Milo's like, fantastic, give me the tweezers. And he starts moving them a grain at a time. Then he says, then I got this well of water that I got to get moved into this other well of water. But I don't have a bucket. All I've got is this eyedropper. And Talk is like, give me the eyedropper. I'll, I'll do it for you. And then he says, I also need a hole drilled in this tri- cliff. But I don't own a drill. All I have is this sewing needle. And the humbug, who loves mindless tasks because he hates thinking. Mm. He's like, sign me up. Give me that needle. And he he starts boring into the uh, the cliff wall. And uh, I believe that's where the chapter ends. Yeah. Yeah, just working hour after hour. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's tedious time. Wasting time, if you will. Mm-hmm. So. Fantastic. No, yeah. oh, poor talk. He hates wasted time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But what a, I mean, what a great chapter. Um, I do feel like the trend of chapters getting longer and longer has continued. Mm-hmm. But uh, I enjoyed it. It was a really good one. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. I I feel like uh, maybe it's purposefully doing this, but I just uh, we've only got a few chapters left. I'd like them to get to rhyme and reason and finish their quest. I really feel like it's it's a little bit wasting my time, you know. <laughs> so brilliant, brilliant move on the author's part. But it's, yeah, it's, it's good. It's, it's allowing you to dive into what the actual characters are feeling, like their time right. being wasted. And you feel like you, it feels like the book was moving to a moment where they weren't far off from getting to rhyme and reason, mm-hmm. and then these hiccups ended up in the way. So, um, we only got a couple more, uh, chapters. We've got Unwelcoming Committee coming up here. And then, uh, Castle in the Air. Mm-hmm. Goodbye and hello. So, we're getting there. We got 
four four more chapters. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. so um, we'll get to it on. We we should get it finished up before the end of uh, the year, and you know, stay true to uh, our uh, our goal club for this. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Um, and then uh, obviously, I think we're looking at maybe next season continuing the uh, the Freak Dead Book Club, but uh, maybe on Patreon. Oh yeah. So we got a lot of stuff. Um, I keep having I keep having to cough. Oh, that's the worst. <coughs> See, I'm not lying to you guys. It's really there. Uh, I think that oh yeah, the fizz from I gotta stop drinking sparkling water when I do the show. Oh, uh, it's tickling your throat too much. It's, yeah, it's getting too much. Between that, the cough drops. Yeah, it's yep. just it's just too much for me. But um, show must go on. <laughs> But we do got other plans, uh, obviously, following the season with the uh, Freaknet uh, Book Club, the FM Book Club, uh, continuing on, and Patreon. Uh, we were talking about uh, doing more videos. I think we're still trying to work out the whole logistics of the the chicken sandwich one. Mm-hmm. Which, if it's all right with you, I'd like to try to schedule that within the next couple of weeks here. Yeah, that sounds good. I get that figured out, get some more content out onto the uh, YouTube for our listeners, as well as start working on the uh, new segment for next season, What If. So uh, a lot of stuff uh, happening. Um, and it's weird to think of, I mean, we are here in December. We are wrapping up uh, the season, thinking we got three more weeks of the season left. But with the way we're going to be doing things for the next couple weeks, we got like six episodes left. So still a lot to do. Um, yep. But one of the biggest things that we have going on, and um, we're going to talk about Carter Comics, obviously, here in a minute, uh, being a uh, new sponsor to the podcast, being a great sponsor to the podcast and doing so much for us, uh, is, um, is giving us the opportunity to go to C2E2. And uh, this is my first time going since 2019. This is my third time going overall. Joe, you said this is your first time. This is my first time. I've never been. Now, why is that? You never had a chance. I to just, see uh, I, I just have never done it. I don't know. Mm. Uh, it feels like the the weekend has historically been a weekend that I've been busy and haven't been able to go. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, um, I've always had fun at them. Uh, Indie PopCon was another one I always had fun going to. I think you've been to those. Yeah, I, I love Indie PopCon. Yeah, uh, I think that's in the works of uh, maybe happening, but. C2E2, the Chicago Comic uh, Entertainment Expo, is happening in Chicago uh, December 10th through the 12th. Um, I know they're doing limited ticketing, obviously, because they're still trying to uh, do the whole uh, COVID uh, restrictions and stuff like that to make it, uh, I don't know what you call it, uh, safer. Reasonably safe, as safe as possible. I don't know. Yeah, exactly, for for the McCormick place that they uh, haven't aired. And I think uh, the year I went was either the second year or the first year they ever did it back in uh, 2016. Well, it might have been the second year. Uh, but it, it grows, and they get so many guests that come in. Uh, I want to talk about some of the guests that are going to be there on Friday that we're going to be there, just get an idea of the kind of people we could see. Ooh. Uh looks like obviously a lot of them are going to be there on Saturdays, which makes right. sense. It might be the more open day. But as far as Friday goes around, um, got Agnes uh, Kabowski, uh, DC Supergirl, Superhero Girls, Care Bears, Teen Titans, go. Hmm. If you're watching any of those, I don't know who. 
Agnes. Uh, Not really. Kovacinas. Uh, yeah, Alexander, uh, Lasarino, the official licensed Marvel and PlayStation poster artist. Oh, that's cool. Yep. Um, oh, I guess he also mentioned Agnes will be in, uh, Artist Alley and on panels, uh, all for all four, all three days. Oh, that's dope. Amanda C. Miller is going to be autographing photo ops and panels. She's from the Baruto, Naruto, Next Generation Sailor Moon Crystal. Oh, okay. Not sure what that is. I'm assuming that's anime. Yeah. <clears throat> Amanda Connor, Harley Quinn, Power Girl. She's going to be uh, at uh, S404, wherever the hell that is. Uh, Amy Chu from Red Sonia, Poison Ivy, Sea Sirens. Um, Andrew B-Boy. I'm not sure who that is. Let's see if I'm people I may actually know. Ariel, Ariel Diaz. Ashley Green is, uh, no, that's not her. No. Austin Gunn, pro wrestler. I know him. Friday, he's going to be there at booth number 98. Uh, Austin Janowski, Iron Man, Red Sonia, San Stanley, the Snowman, Divine Retribution. Nice. Ben Templesmith, 30 Days a Night, IDW Comics, Steve Niles, um, to be determined where he's going to be from. Bill Reinhold. No idea. I don't know these people. How do yeah, you not I don't know a single person on here? No, Chelsea Green, a wrestler. I know her. Now, let me see if I can do it this way. Let me find some better. Uh, let's go entertainment guest. Let me see if I can sum it up that way. Maybe that'll be easier. Adam Cole, Adam Page, those are pro wrestlers. They're going to be there on Saturday. We don't know them, don't know them. Christopher Daniels, a wrestler. Christopher Randolph, Metal Gear Solid. Clifford Chapin. Nope, CM Punk wrestler, wrestler. Donhausen? You know Donhausen? Nope. Do you know, uh, you won't know her. Nope. Uh, Eric Vale? Mm-mm. How about uh, Jason Narvey? No. How about... Oh, we got Jerry King Lawler. He's a wrestler. Jay Lethal's a wrestler. Jim uh, Cummings, I know. Who the hell's Jim Cummings? He's the voice of Winnie the Pooh. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, and apparently what? Darkwing Duck, but... <laughs> uh, Michael Kingston... Maxwell Jenkins? Mm-mm. Uh, Matthew Wood? Nope. Nope. Uh, Rico Fajardo? <laughs> nope. Uh, Ming-Na Wen? Oh, Ming-Na Wen! Yeah. You really? Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and... Yeah, uh, The Mandalorian. Yeah. And Mulan. Oh, yeah. Uh, okay, we got one. How about Richard DeVizio? Nope. All right, well, me on Wednesday there on Saturday, so she's out. Uh, Ross Marquand? Mm-mm. Um, you know, there are more wrestlers than anything. Surprisingly. Yeah. Or maybe it's of, not surprising. I don't know. I've never been. Well, they've, they've had wrestlers in the past, but, like, these are, like, more like – I mean, they got John Cena. Right. He's on Saturday. Uh, they got Hayden Christensen. Oh, yeah. 
East Saturday, Sunday. They're the featured guests. Featured John guests. Vader. I almost got literature guest. Literary guest. Um, hmm. There's only three of them. Sue Burke, Timothy Zahn, and Alila Dawson. I feel like I know the name Tim Zahn. Uh, Star Wars Thrawn Ascendancy series. That's what I know him from. I've never read the books, but I've heard that the uh, the Thrawn trilogy is like hmm. one of the best works of Star Wars fiction ever. Good. Uh, there's no... Game. I just know there's Star Wars nonfiction. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, there's no gaming guest. We got comic guest. Uh, Agnes, Alexander, Amanda, we got people, Amy Chu. Uh, so these are all the I don't know people. Dave Corcoran. Uh, Don Kramer. No. Nope. Where's like, where's like the old guys, you know? Like, how come there's no, uh... I don't know these people. That's a shame. But, yeah, I don't know any of these people. Yeah, the point is, there's guests. Um, right. Who knows? It will be a guest one day. I feel to be there. If you've ever seen one of those comic books with a, a superhero on the front that doesn't look like they could be alive if they were real, he probably drew them. Nice. Yeah. yeah. Let's see if I can find anything about... Uh, uh, maybe the end of the panels are going on. There we go, panels. Uh, C2E2 Crown Champions of Crossway Charity Art Auction. I want to do an art auction. Show features. Let's see here. After Dark, Cosplay Central, Family HQ, Gaming Zone, Pop Asia. Chock full of fun exhibitors, activities, and things to do. This area of the show floor is a can't miss. Stop the Ataku of every level. Tattoo Pavilion can ink that C2E2 and make a memory that will literally last a lifetime. These fuckers. That's pretty cool. These fuckers are fucking crushing it this year. Because I don't think they've ever had a Tattoo Pavilion before. Yeah, they're I've never off- heard of that. I think it's fantastic. Offering, yeah, they're offering up some stuff, man. The Yard, sponsored by Chicago's own Revolution Brewery, and The Yard is C2E2's beer garden, located right on the show floor featuring live music and trivia. Nice. Um, yeah, so, you know, that's, I think that's pretty cool, too. Is like, even though, you know, we are still here in pandemic times, and they do have to, you know, lessen the crowd that they bring in, all stuff, like, they're still given opportunities to do so much. Um, they're even bringing in new things, uh, especially... Uh, um, Revolution Brewing, big in Chicago, probably one of the biggest breweries oh, yeah. in Chicago. Yep. Uh, the party doesn't stop when the show floor closes. There was a ton to do at C2E2 after the lights go down. So, uh, there you go. And then cosplays. I don't know if any of the cosplays we've had on the show are going to be at C2E2 or not. If only they would tell me. Right. But I'll reach out to them, see if they are, because it would be nice to kind of meet up with them and say hi and shit. We still got to figure out if I'm even able to get in. We still got to figure that right. out, though. Yeah. Because um, apparently that's a thing. So weird. The world we live in. But, um, yeah, the whole reason we get to go to C2E2 is because we have been gifted by Carter Comics uh, the tickets to get there. Um, and not only that, they're they, uh, I believe there might be even shirts that we are given to wear while we're there to be walking, talking, Carter, comic.com posters. Nice. Yeah. 
So, guys, uh, if you haven't had a chance, make sure you go to cartercomics.com, sign up for the Carter Comic Club. Again, don't know if it's called the Carter Comic Club, but I will continue to call it the Carter Comic Club because I can. Make sure you sign up for their website. Fill your card up with all their amazing books, everything from their graded comics to their raw comics. Even beyond, they got a couple of, like, uh, pieces of merchandise that you can buy outside of comics, like some Funkos, some T-shirts, and figures, and stuff like that. Fill your card up with all their amazing products. Use uh, in your uh, checkout uh, right there at the shipping comment box. Put in FreakNet. Put in Cartoon Joe. Save yourself 10% in your order. And you know what? If you're a big fan of eBay and you like doing the auction side of buying comics, if you go to the main page of their website, cartercomics.com, scroll all the way to the bottom of the page, you're going to see four links to four different eBay accounts that they do own that they sell comics on regularly. So make sure you check those out. Put your bids in and everything. There's always comics that they have. They don't have everything on the website as of yet, but new things are being added all the time. So uh, if you don't see anything you want, reach out to them. Ask them if they have it. They may have it in storage somewhere. It just hasn't been able to be uh, set up and put up on the website yet. Don't forget that we currently do have a comic of the week. I went over it on the last episode, but in case you forgot it, this one is Soldier Zero number one, graded at 9.8. Um, Stanley, the great innovator of the entertainment industry, teams up with Boom Studios to deliver a brand new line of superhero comics. Stan is joined by critically acclaimed writer Paul Cornell from Action Comics and Doctor Who, and artist Javier Pena from Superman and Batman for a modern take on classic superhero storytelling. When an alien parasite falls to Earth, wheelchair-bound veteran Stuart Travers becomes infected and goes through superhuman changes that no mortal could imagine. Forced into a galactic war that's chosen Earth as his battlefield, Stuart defends the front lines as Soldier Zero, half-human, half-alien, all-weapon. Currently available on CarterComics.com for $37.99. Nice. Right? <laughs> Right, you know you you know you're so committed to a sponsor when you feel lightheaded and dizzy because you don't even take a breath while you're fucking reading things. I'm mm-hmm. not reading things. I'm just saying things because we don't we don't script our stuff here. That's true. Yeah, it's weird. Like over on JFW, when I talk to Dal and I talk to Steve, I'm like, hey, if you want me to do a sponsor or a plug? I'll do a sponsor or a plug. You just gotta write me a script. I'm like I don't write fucking scripts. No, just wing it. Yeah, you can't years. do worse than old cartoon Joe. <laughs> you got better. Got better at it though. Yeah, I've got I've got uh, six years of practice, <laughs> or however many it's been. <clears throat> yeah, it's been. Uh, I don't know. We started uh, November of fifteen, so yeah, six years. That's um, a that's a it's a commitment, Joe. It is. It's a commitment. And, uh, you know, we, we, we didn't give up, we didn't stop, we kept pushing through, and uh, here we are today with uh, with a handful of amazing sponsors who are doing everything they can to make sure our show's going and giving us opportunities to do more things. Um, we developed a great network in FreakNet Studios that gives us the opportunity to do YouTube videos and stuff like that, and sky's the limit, man. We could do, Absolutely. There's, there's so much stuff out there that we could do, and... We're pushing forward on it, you know, and it gives us an opportunity to uh, do this show um, weekly for our listeners. Give give mm-hmm. them more give them more content for them to uh, really enjoy. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Ugh. Oh, John, I think I made it through everything in about 40 minutes. Yep. That's about right. That's a good show. Right, right. Because we, because I think we covered so, because we had one, we had one, uh, topic last week, or not last week, last episode that was supposed to be one of like three or four and I completely wiped out the entire show. Right. Well, so it's, like, tough okay. to, it's tough to pontificate about C2E2. <laughs> well, yeah, and, and the thing is like, well, especially like when they don't have like guests that, you know, we don't know. Right. You know, and they, they don't even have a list of the panels and stuff that they offer. And I know, I know some of the panels are like more virtually to where like you're sitting in a room watching a screen, which kind of suck. Right. Um, but I mean, I guess like, I mean, it's, it's, it's their, uh, fun convention. They can do what they want, but it just, I mean, I, I just wish like the actual panels were like physically there. Yeah. Um, that's one of the things, because I never went to a panel for C2E2, but I have gone to indie pop con uh, panels. I enjoyed those. Yeah, they're really cool. Yeah, yeah. You uh, you guys go to Indie PopCon for uh, Geekcast Live every year, right? Uh, we're more Gen Con. Is more frequent. Although we which didn't one, go this year. Which one is Gen Con? Which one's that? Uh, it's the. It used to be up in uh, Geneva, I believe, Wisconsin. Okay. Um, that's where Gary Gygax lived. Uh, he he was the the guy who founded created D and D, and um. Then it, it moved to Indy some time ago. I, I couldn't tell you when. And uh, they've been going strong for like uh, 52 years, I think. Hmm. Um, that's great. It, mostly they focus on, so like we're, I think C2E2, I think more of like comics and TV and wrestling. Yeah. Uh, Gen Con is more uh, board games, role-playing games, card games, stuff like that. So if you're like into Magic the Gathering or... D and D or Warhammer, um, it's a lot more of that kind of stuff. Gotcha. Well, it looks like so. Indie PopCon is June third through the fifth in twenty twenty two. So nice. <laughs> we might uh, we might have to make a trip out to that one. Mm-hmm. Fun stuff. I, I did enjoy it. I mean, I had fun. I went with uh, Awkward Colin back in twenty sixteen. I think. I think they were just kind of starting up too. I think they yeah. were the first newer ones. Yeah, I think that was their first one. It was in 2016. Oh, see. Or whenever it was. Yeah, so I want to make a note here. June 3rd through the 5th of 2022. Zindy PopCon. Yeah, and I got to figure out what, uh, what cosplayers I know they're going to C2E2. Like I said, yeah, uh, normally. Yeah, up with, uh, with Sophie or, what's his name? Black Mage? <laughs> yeah, Night Mage. Yeah. Night Mage, sorry. Yeah. That no, was racist. Nice. I didn't mean to be. Right. That's cool. That's cool. He, I'm pretty sure after uh, 40 years of life, he knows he's black. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Night Mage, uh, Sophie, um, which I, I, I kind of wish Sophie would have uh, came back on the show like she promised. Right? Maybe, uh, maybe I'll get video footage of uh, asking her why, get her some gotcha moments. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that's another thing I was trying to figure out. I mean, like, you know, should we vlog this for the YouTube channel? Like, vlog oh, our business? Yeah. Right? Right? Maybe we meet some new fan because like it's like uh, when I was talking to Carter Connors about like what we could do here. <clears throat> I mean, obviously, the big thing there is to let people know that CarterComics dot com is out there. It's 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 legit right. comic song company, um, and C two E two is one of the best places to do that because there are so many comic book sellers out there. Not only just people selling comics, but people who are selling their own comics um, right. are available here. So CarterComics is like this is one of the best places there to kind of promote it. 
Um, I know they're not getting a uh, a booth this year, but I think they are looking to do it in the future. And this is going to be their first convention they're ever going to, so they kind of want to see what things are like, so they can move forward and doing stuff like that. Um, so, like you know, like I said, like when we go out, you know, we got our cards. We're going to hand out to people. We're going to hand out Carter Comics cards to people. Let them know, you know, how they can find Carter Comics. The the comics they can find on Carter Comics, and how they can save a little bit of money in their sales as well. At the same time, promoting our shit and stuff. But uh, we're also yeah. going to go there to try to meet new people and get more guests for the show because I know a lot of people like when we have people on here uh, to talk about what they do as far as cosplayers, movie creators, show creators, comedians, um, gaming cre- uh, creators and stuff. Like, we, we've done so many of them. We just haven't done them, like, it's probably been a year or so since we actually had, like, a legit guest on the show to talk. Oh, yeah, it's been a long time. So I think that's going to be one of uh, one of the main focuses of C2E2 um, is meeting people and getting some, you know, business cards out there to people to reach out to us, get them on the show. Because uh, one of the best parts about doing the show is, you know, like we don't have a set date, time to do this. Like, you know, whenever we're free, right. whenever we're available, and we can find a way to kind of work around that with a guest saying, hey, listen, I'm free this day, Joe's free this day, or you free this day, you are perfect, let's get this set up and let's do it. Um, and we kind of move forward like that. I mean, obviously, you know, moving in 2022, we're going to work on going back to weekly and everything to get, you know, 52 shows out in a season. Uh, so a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff is coming, um, you know, over the next like month or so that we're going to get set for the future. And we couldn't do it with our amazing sponsors, ballwash.com, cartercomics.com, audibletrial.com, like all these amazing sponsors are making this happen. And, uh, we want to do right by you guys. So. Yeah, so I'm just bummed that there's no list of gaming guests for C2E2. Yeah, it's weird. I don't know what's up with that. Yeah. What's up with that? Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what are you freaking thinking about, Joe? What am I freaking thinking about? Probably, you know, I've still been listening to the uh, the Dresden Files audiobooks. Okay. Um, he's a, uh, uh, I, th- I think I explained this before, but I'll explain it again. He's a He's a private investigator who is also a wizard. And it, it takes place in Chicago, which I love, and it's you know relatively modern, and it's it's basically modern fantasy, and mm-hmm. it's it's really it's really solid. I really enjoy it. Um, highly recommend it. Um, it's a lot of fun. It's like listening to a a, a TV show, like a C, it's like CSI Chicago, but wizards. That's great. So right. really enjoying it. Yeah. How about you? What are you freaking thinking about? Uh, oh, you know, obviously we're in December, we're in Christmas times. Um, you know, we spend a lot of time on this show, like in the month of October, doing this freaky show. We talk about Halloween all month long and the spooky, scary stuff about it. Um, it dawns on me that we really neglect Christmas. Like, I mean, we do like one episode, you know, at the end of the year, sometimes about Christmas. I know we did like the, uh, like the freak before Christmas. I did that like little like parody of uh, the night before Christmas one year. But usually we always take off that time of year, you know, for the holidays. So we really don't give credit to what credit's due uh, for the Christmas time. So right. I've been thinking of what we can do, and um, I'm putting together a show that we could do. Uh, it's I haven't really decided what I wanted to do yet, but I am working on it. Uh, and I was just thinking about the other day, like, you know, like, what can we talk about? Because, I mean, obviously, you know, everyone knows what Christmas is, and I don't want to sit there and dwell on uh, the basic stuff. I want to go for like the abnormal. So I think we're going to talk, uh, I think we're going to do one episode maybe closer to the end of the year 
where we're going to talk about like Christmas around the world, how other people celebrate Christmas and what they do for it. You know, because some not everyone has Santa. Uh, not everyone celebrates on the same day. Not everyone gets gifts and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. So I want to talk about that, but I also want to talk about uh, uh, Christmas songs and like how like people always sit there and say like, well, certain so- certain movies are Christmas movies and stuff like Die mm. Hard. Yep. Like people say Die Hard is Christmas. Movie. People say it's not a Christmas movie. Well, I was thinking, like, even beyond that, you know, there are songs out there that are associated with Christmas, but they're not really Christmas songs. And I want to talk right. about those, too. I do have a couple in my head that I want to talk about, too. So, uh, it's just, I want to put together that kind of game or that kind of show, oh. uh, for the end of the year to kind of pay homage to Christmas since we kind of missed out on that holiday a lot. But since we're kind of doubling down, uh, for the rest of this year on weeks and stuff, we could definitely fit it in at some point. Um, C2E2 I'm really excited about. I'm just, again, you know, we got to figure out what I need to do to get in there because, uh, not many people, I, mean, I don't know who knows who doesn't know. Um, I haven't got the vaccine yet. Uh, I'm going to get the vaccine. I just kind of had to build myself up to believe in it was necessary. And I decided that, you know, maybe it's time I just do what I need to do to get back to some sort of normalcy. Uh, nice. so I'm putting my, I'm putting my trust. I'm putting my trust in, in the vaccines that I'm going to come out okay with it. And uh hope for the best. So uh if if this is my time, if this is the end, um then I blame you guys because uh well I'm not blaming myself. Fair enough. But, Fair enough. But yeah, no, I'm gonna I'm gonna work on getting that figured out. Like I said, I gotta figure out what the hell these uh tests are or what I need to get done and how I get this shit done and Right. Uh yeah, because I don't want to miss C two E two. Tickets are already purchased, so No kidding. Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I can't just walk up and be like, dude, come on, just let me in. They're gonna be like, okay, no problem. Right. Um, and it's not, it's not Town. <laughs> so it's, you know, it's not like, okay, <laughs> we'll go ahead and, you know, enjoy yourself. So, so I gotta figure that shit out. Gotta figure out how I could go about that. You know, maybe get hold of some doctor's office or some shit. Um, I know, uh, actually in Monique, I was looking it up, uh, not the immunization. Ah, man, did I fucking close it? Oh no. There's like uh there's like COVID testing near me and there's a place in Monique, but it's only open on like Mondays from like nine oh. to like one or some shit like that. Right. Um and I got work on Mondays, so it's like well what the hell? So I think there's one in Bourbon I can go to, but I think I just give them a call and say, Listen, I gotta get this kind of uh, vaccine test three days before C two E two and I gotta get this kind of test six hours before, so what can I do? And who knows, maybe they got an at home test I could pick up from them. Um, yeah, I'm assuming, cool. assuming they don't sell. Oh, maybe they do sell like uh, COVID tests on Amazon. <laughs> That's never right. really looked. Yeah, I'm um, about to. But yeah, no, I'm going. I'm gonna, you know, do everything I can to make sure. Holy shit! Doing all right. At home COVID nineteen digital test kit. Nice. On Amazon. Look at that. Uh, well, I don't know if this is the, I don't know if they would take this or not. Digitally right. reads results on your compatible smartphone. Interesting. Oh, maybe I'll look and see if this is legit, because if it is, then maybe I can just get that ordered. Um, but yeah, uh, so we're going to C2E2. I'm excited for that. Christmas time is around. I'm excited for that. There's a lot of good things that are happening towards the end of this year. Um, I'm very happy with, we're going to uh, look into doing... Uh, the chicken sandwich, uh, testing and ranking and all that stuff. We're going to get that out to you guys. Maybe, hopefully, before the end of the year. I don't know. I'd like to plan on it if we can make it work. Um, just, I guess I'm just freaking out a lot right now. 
There's just a nice. whole lot, whole lot of good going on. Which nice. is, it's just hard to say in this uh, time of uh, year, but you know, all this uh, era, this 2020-2021 era. But you know what? Find some good, hold on to it. That's what we're doing here. Uh, and even if it's the small things like going to C2E2 one day and, uh, you know, saying and talking about how uh, certain Christmas songs aren't really Christmas so I can rip the joy out of people's lives because of it. <laughs> hey, Joe. Yeah. Every uh, week our listeners catch Cartoon Joe here on this freaking show. But if an hour of Cartoon Joe just isn't enough for our listeners, where else can they go? If you need more Cartoon Joe, you can find me over the GeekCast Live podcast at violentpress.com. You can also find us on Facebook, iTunes, Spotify, and Twitter by searching GeekCast Live. Perfect. Guys, make sure you do check us out on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter just by searching this freaking show. And search for our podcasts on all podcast platforms such as Google Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean, Stitcher, Verbal, Player FM, uh, any platform you can find a podcast, more than likely we are on it, except Pandora. I'm still trying to figure out how that that is. But uh, just search this freaking show. will pop up. Make sure you subscribe. Hit the notification bell so you know when the shows are dropped. You can listen to them. If you are a cosplayer, a game creator, a movie creator, a author, if you're somebody who has a creation that you want to share with the world and you want a platform to get it out on, reach out to us at this freaking show at yahoo.com or message us on Facebook. Tell, them, tell us who you are. Tell, let us know you want to be a guest. We'll do what we can to get you on the show so we can talk about your uh, products. Because we love meeting new people. And C2E2 is going to be the best place for us to do that as well. So uh, that's all I got, guys. So as always, I am Travis. I'm Cartoon Joe. And thank you for listening to another episode of this freaking show. I'm out.